Greetings. Welcome to Space Court. I wanted to talk to you about astrology. Your article uh-huh. in the As Above, So Below, Aquarius <sighs> is number four is the catalyst for this conversation. You want to just give us a little quick summary about that since you are the actual writer and author of it? I wrote about the role of astrology in psychotherapy, which you know is funny because there's so many astrologers that have been doing this for such a long time. So, you know, this is not an original idea, you know, and I think it's funny that whenever I meet someone and people are like, oh, that's so cool that you do that. And it's like, people have been doing this for a long time. It's just, I guess, been more unknown. Or do you think it's now reaching mainstream in a particular way that it hasn't in the past? Maybe maybe just because of social media and how we're so connected. That's totally possible. But most astrologers, not all obviously, are therapists or psychologists and, you know, because they go hand in hand. So a lot of the authors that have written the really prolific books when you study astrology are also some sort of licensed person in the mental health field. Space cord, space cord. Space cord. We invite you to join us as we discuss the role of astrology in psychology and astro-occult's personal experience with natal chart readings. So, can you um, uh, throw down a couple names as just examples? Well, like Liz Green is a Jungian analyst. Stephen Arroyo, I think, is a therapist as well. Donna Cunningham, she's a woman I really like who is a therapist and she works with addiction. We would like to introduce you to astrologer and licensed psychotherapist Catherine Diaz, Taurus Sun, Libra Moon, Aquarius Rising. A lot of them are unions. And what does union mean? I, I don't union, know a union. Union. Ah, you're, you're saying J-U-N-G-I-A-N. Yes. Okay. And he was a therapist and astrologer. Is that accurate? Carl Jung. He was a psychiatrist. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Psychiatrist, psychoanalyst. And yeah, he was a closeted astrologer, I think. But you know, he studied everything. And Liz Green, who is probably like the most renowned astrologer alive right now, I, in my opinion, mm-hmm. you know, she's written a million books. She's incredible. Like her depth of knowledge is just incredible. She just wrote a book last year that came out about Carl Jung's studies in astrology because she was actually allowed permission to go into his private library that is protected, owned by his children. They're not published. And they gave her permission to do research in his, you know, other unpublished writings so that she could put together stuff for this new book that came out last year. And I think that another one's coming out. There's like a part two or something. And um, I've only read parts of it. It's like very dense. So I haven't fully gotten into it. I think it's noteworthy to say that you are a licensed family marriage counselor. (laughs) Licensed, yeah, marriage and family therapist. Okay. And astrology entered your world a little under a decade ago? Yes. Which is not that long. You know, when you think about how long it takes to really have a fairly good understanding of astrology. We would like to introduce you to astrology student that is gathering information about the way natal chart readings are conducted. Rachel Villaverde. Cancer Sun. Cancer Moon, Gemini Rising. 
Well, I mean, look at me though. Seven months, not too bad, no, right? You're doing, <laughs> great. you're doing great. You know what? You're just like a little prodigy. <laughs> um, but you know, I think I, I really wanted to talk to you also because I think you're a nice bridge in between the worlds of non-astrology and astrology. And then also you're a good bridge of the worlds of went and sought out different astrologers. And then you yourself actually give natal chart readings. And I would say some of your clients, right, are, are based in or oh, have some. I, I, do, I do all of my clients' charts because it gives me such a depth of understanding of what's of their psyche. So it's because it's a language I understand, it can help me attune to them so much more quickly and also help to show them some unconscious things that are happening within them, gifts or, you know, things that are maybe more in the shadow that they're otherwise in touch with. So it's really helpful for me. You know, it's, it's just like another personality classification system like the Myers-Briggs. You may be utilizing that as looking at their chart. You're not straight up giving them natal chart readings. Is that correct? Yeah, pretty much. They know that it's like a fusion of counseling. Well, yeah, they have to give me their birth time. But it's not like, that's usually like in the beginning, mm-hmm. you know, and then it's just about, you know, so I have an understanding of their psyche mm-hmm. and then I can continuously go back and reference it throughout the course of treatment. And if they're interested in like a particular area, like, you know, if I have a client that comes in that is very anti-conflict or, you know, has trouble asserting themselves or, you know, these sorts of things. So then I'll look at Mars in their chart and see if there's any conflict with Mars. Mm -hmm. And most of the time there is. So we can explore, you know, like this is what's happening with your Mars. If someone has, for example, like a Saturn conjunct Mars or a Saturn square Mars, it makes it very difficult to assert yourself because Saturn will block whatever energy it's touching. Mm -hmm. So that can make someone have trouble with assertion or some, you know, like Mars and Pisces is like, you know, not an assertive Mars. It's dissolving Mars because Mm -hmm. it's in Pisces. But like becoming conscious of that is helpful in the repair of it. So like when you know that about yourself, it's going to be hard work to develop those assertive skills, but it's totally possible. How do you primarily get most of your clients? Are you marketing yourself as a therapist or are you marketing yourself as an astrologer or both or? Both, but I mean, I'm the therapist first and foremost. So that's how I get my clients. People come to me for therapy for the most part. So a majority of your clients are ongoing. It's not, it's All not of a, them. okay. I've yeah. done one-off natal chart readings. I can do that. Um, mm-hmm. No problem. But I do depth therapy and a lot of attachment work and trauma work like EMDR and somatic experiencing. So mm-hmm. those are all ongoing therapies. I think this is how astrology should be presented to the standard person as an ongoing kind of developmental understanding of the self, you know? But I mean, it's different. You're dealing with clients that are primarily coming in with a quote-unquote problem, right? Or a quote-unquote situation that they they want to be resolved, right? I mean, I think... I think people that go and seek out astrologers for natal chart readings or self-discovery, it really is just this big question of where is my life going? What's going on? You know, like I, I, I don't know. Well, let's be honest. It's usually like when you are having relationship problems. Yeah. But yes, well, it's always a crisis that people get, you know, some sort of personal crisis that people get interested in astrology. Your personal story with regards to learning more about astrology and kind of going and seeing astrologers was a crisis situation, right? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, how many astrologers would you say you have seen in your journey so far? Oh my gosh, I have no idea. Come on, give I've, us a, I've had, some figure. I don't know, maybe 10. 
I've had so many. I can't, I can't even count. Sounds countable though. (laughs) But I feel like it's probably more, but I don't, I haven't had any in such a long time. People have such different approaches and they have such different interpretations. I like to try out different people just to get their, the last astrology reading I had was with this woman who is based in Hawaii Mm -hmm. um, and she's been doing it for like 40 years. And she does this very strange type of esoteric astrology that I don't really know anything about that's really interesting. And so I knew that she would give me something very different than I'd experienced before. And was it true? Was it different? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Different for like the illumination and you actually walked away with things you hadn't before or different in the sense of like just wacky and out out of the field? All of the above. (laughs) But she definitely like told me some things that I'd never heard before that I wouldn't have been able to, that wouldn't even have made sense to me at any other point in my life, except for, you know, a couple years ago. So, um, like she was talking to me about stuff that happened to my mom in the womb, when I was in the womb, that she um, could see through my moon, through my moon sign and the aspects to my moon sign. She could, she was telling me about what was happening for my mom in, in the womb stages, which was totally true. Mm -hmm. And I had just come into some information about myself, you know, a few months before. So had she told me that, you know, like had I had that reading 10 years ago, I would have had no idea what she was talking about. Right. That's a pretty mystifying. I like that. Yeah. It was very mystical. It it was super weird and out there, but very mystical and it was cool. She gave me a very interesting reading. I mean, was that an hour long reading? Yeah. Do you find that hour long session to be super digestible, overwhelming, you're engaged the whole time and talking back and forth with the astrologer? I mean, I know that's a stacked question and I know it depends on so many variables, but if you kind of had to average your experiences with astrologers, what do you find that hour session really is able to integrate into your life after the fact? I mean, it depends, right? Because, you know, my problem with astrology is when people get too technical and they use, because sure. diff- it, it is a different language. And so when someone's telling you your Venus is trying Mars and Pisces, you're like, I have no idea what that means. I feel like a lot of people, they go off on that and you're like, okay, you're like, I need you to come down to earth and like, tell me what the fuck that means. More direct. Yeah, more direct. And like, there is an art to demystifying this very complicated mystical language in its delivery. Yeah. Can you tell me the worst astrological reading that you've had and what made it such? I don't think I've had like a really bad one. I had a really like weird experience with a medium once, but like, I don't think I've had like a really bad astrological reading. I've had some where they haven't told me anything new or anything I didn't already know. How about what your best one was? What was your best reading that you've ever had? I really liked this reading that I got from James Braha. I think it was in like 2015 and he's a Vedic and Western astrologer. So he goes at it from both those ends. That was really interesting. And I mean, I've gone back and actually re-listened to that several times because he said such cool things. And I really liked that one. But also um, the guy that I worked with for a long time, David Young, who's a psychologist in the Bay Area, he's amazing. And he he's also, yeah, he's a therapist. And I really love the way that he words things. And he's very compassionate and, you can, and warm and you can feel that when he's working mm-hmm. with you. He can look at a chart and he's, he just like sees you. And it's really cool. I mean, he's been doing it for like you know, 30 years. Mm. How do you generally find these astrologers that you went to? Were you just you just searching? Keep, no, I don't. You just hear about them. It's always word of mouth. You know, like you'll meet someone and they'll be like, oh my God, you need to meet. That's how I met David Young was through my brother-in-law who worked with him for quite a while. Mm. And 
then James Braha, how did I find out about him? Someone told me about him. Some like, I think Kundalini teacher um, who I was working with a lot, like several years ago, told me about him and he's really cool. I've referred a lot of people to him. I don't know if they've had as quite as powerful an experience as I have, but um, mm-hmm. I thought he was really good. Do you get printouts or recordings from all of your astrology readings? Yeah, they all send. You know, the thing is, is like everybody's approach is so different. Mm-hmm. So like everyone is going to give you different information. I had a really, an, another really interesting one from a guy in I think like Washington or Oregon. And I think he was like still in school. He was very into like very archetypal and it was kind of mm-hmm. out there. Like, and I could hear him like taking bong reps, like on the recording, <laughs> <laughs> but I like, like it, it was cool. He, he had some really cool things to say. I can't remember his name. I have it somewhere, but I've gone back and listened to that one too. I have to look in my notes because I know I have them all, but I feel like this day and age, a lot of people are taking the hobby of astrology and then turning it into their career, you know? And I think some people have the gift. I think some people don't have the gift, you know? And I'm just, I agree. as I'm learning about like the ways people market themselves just as astrologers, like I find a lot of curious things, like even the pricing, for example, like why aren't people listing out the time that it takes for them to actually look and analyze a chart. Like everything's 150 to $250 for an hour session, but they're not including all of this prep time. Like what every other craft, whether some it's people massage, don't need a lot of, some people don't need a lot of prep. You don't think so? Well, I know like David, my teacher, he doesn't, he can just like pull up a chart and cause he's been doing it for so long. Well, how oh, much you know, I charge? also had one, I also had one from, I think 250 or 225. Totally worth it. He's amazing. Robert Lee Camp the guy that wrote love cards. I had one from him too. Okay. Now that that my my memory is getting jogged now, I'm like, (laughs) 10 is Uh, becoming 12, 12 is becoming 15. He was really interesting, but he uses, you know, love cards as his language. So it, but he's also a Western astrologer. So that was both. Sounds like you're really drawn to these bilingual astrological readings, you know, the Vedic and the Western and then the love cards and the Western noticing a theme here. I also had one from Elizabeth Spring who does a lot of North Node astrology and she was really good. Okay. Um, these are the, just the ones that like stick out to me. I mean, Seth, Seth Cassidy, who does Vedic astrology, he read my chart for me mm. last year and he's, he's amazing. Um, he's mm. Vedic. Yeah, I really like his translation. And yeah, and he's really knowledgeable, really knowledgeable. You can just tell, you know, Mm-hmm. Oh, look, I see. I'm looking through my notes now. Now I'm seeing, I think I had this other one just on the moon sign, this woman, Dana, and she was really good too. And that was just more of a moon. When you say really good, are you just saying that it's information that you didn't know before, or it's just timely? Like what? Thorough, knowledgeable, and digestible. Okay. So you were able to like walk away with pieces that you integrated into your life pretty immediately? Yeah. I think that astrology, like studying your natal chart is the best and easiest way. Well, it's still not easy, but to get to know yourself. Do you have any advice for someone that is wanting to learn more about themselves through astrology? Do you recommend that they just start going to astrologers or do you recommend that they actually sign up for classes and courses? And aside from being word of mouth, what if they don't have any references? Points. You know, what if they're coming from super conservative lifestyles where people just laugh at the fact that astrology even calls itself a belief system, you know? Well, then just go, you know, towards whoever you're drawn to, you know? And if that's someone on Instagram and you really like are drawn to their vibe, their energy, then why not? I find it best to do like word of mouth just because there's so many 
If someone's drawn to you, will you give them a space court discount on a natal chart reading? I will. Absolutely. <laughs> 11%? Is that too high? Oh, I was going to say 20%. Oh, that answers a lot of my questions about astrology. I still feel like, I mean, do you find that during your readings, like you were asking a lot of questions or was it just kind of you being talked at and told this information? It was just a lot of like being talked at, but um, I would, you know, some of them I asked more questions. Maybe in the beginning I didn't because I didn't really know, you know, what to ask or what I was even looking for. Yeah. I mean, again, I haven't really had, I've had one astrology, uh, like official astrology reading. You and Say have definitely looked at my charts and read things, but it's so much different when it's a friend, you know, and when you're not paying, you know, and I've never paid for an astrology reading. So, I mean, at this point, I feel like I'm pretty content with continuing to go on my path of learning about astrology and understanding the language. And yes, that has a lot to do with looking at my chart, but I'm still just at ground one where I'm just trying to learn the houses and the zodiac signs and the planets, which isn't necessarily specific to my chart, you know? Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, but by, do, by learning that stuff, then you'll, you'll always go back to reference your chart, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. for it to make sense. Mm -hmm. and that's that's how you really learn yeah I mean personal experience is the best teacher so that makes sense yeah I mean that's how it's visceral you know when you're like learning about the houses and then you know you have like I don't know what what's something that you have uh, a stellium in the fifth house yeah so right. yeah the fifth house is all about creativity and play and romance check 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 <laughs> right Space cord, space cord.